Hello, 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 guys. Welcome to this new edition of Mind Podcast. This is Adit Kapadia, and together with me today as my guest is a good friend, good friend of Mind Makers and director of VMR uh, and psychologist uh, analyst Jay Murug. Hi, Jay. Welcome Hi. to Mind Podcast again. Hi, Adit. Great, great pleasure catching up with you again. Uh, I, I really expect to enjoy the next forty-five minutes or an hour. It's, it's going to be fun. It's for, for me. It's a refreshing Saturday evening. Absolutely, absolutely. For us, uh, Saturday morning on this side of the world. But uh, yeah. what a insane, uh, insanely uh, complicated political uh, few months for India. For our yeah. viewers and listeners, I'm uh, this. We are going to talk a little bit about Punjab elections, Uttarakhand elections, little bit uh, about UP, and that's going to be the focus of the podcast. Um, like I said a couple of weeks ago, when we did an in depth on UP, that we'll we'll get we'll do an in depth on Punjab and Uttarakhand. and then uh, but we cannot not leave without talking about up so uh, uh, you know this is why uh, uh, jay and i we were you know basically discuss the issues the numbers and jay is going to tell us everything about who won the election or who will win the election and uh, of course we will try to keep it very secret till the results actually come <laughs> so uh, but you know jokes apart uh, jay what do you think uh, is this the closest election we've seen in punjab for a long time and uh, when it comes to or is this uh, is this people just being to, trying to be wishful thinkers and uttarakhand has always been close last time was one of those strange elections which was not close so how do you think uttarakhand will go okay i'll i'll start with punjab which you put first mm. uh, i think in punjab it's not going to be as close as people think hung mm. and i i was just looking at the numbers you see Even if it becomes something like a three-way contest, you know, Akali's on one side, Congress with Mr. Chani on the other side, oh. and even in a three-way contest, Adit, even if you have thirty-four percent of the votes, you can form a government with a comfortable majority. Oh. Oh. Yeah, Aam Aadmi starts with a base of something like twenty-four percent from last time. Oh. Yeah, so I think thirty-four is not a tall order, yeah. right? And uh, a three-way contest also means. A, a, a little about thirty to thirty four, and you're comfortably rolling into a majority. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so I, I'm looking at the numbers. I perhaps uh, say if people on the ground say Aam Aadmi Party is a front runner, I would as well say okay, it's on the way to form the government. I, I really, I mean, whoever it is, I, I, I'm not seeing a hung scenario precisely because of the three way nature of the country. I, I mean, rather the uh, BJP and uh, Amrinder Singh's Congress is moreover, I would say, three and a half or four way nature of the contest, right? So let us twenty eight thirty percent. You could be close to a majority. Whoever it is. Yeah, let's just show the results from last time. Basically, uh, basically, this is what uh, this is what the last time results were. Amrinder Singh at that time was with the Congress, and the Congress got about thirty-eight point six percent of the vote. What is fascinating is what Jay said that AAP got twenty-four, twenty-three point eight percent. Congress actually lost its vote share, yet gained thirty-one seats because of the peculiarity of it being a three-way contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so, uh, go on, Jay. Now, and, and, uh, you see, therefore, uh, you know when there is uh, such a clear desire for change. I mean, by again, I do, I'm not going by numbers, but I'm saying that when you go on the ground, people repeatedly say we want to change. You're looking for an alternative. Uh, I think the race is more or less settled. You know, one one shouldn't speculate or talk of a hung house. 
I think it's 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 fairly settled. Uh, looking at that, you are thinking that is going to be our Madhmi party. Pretty pretty much, it should pretty much be close to a majority. Yeah, know? because because if I if I go to the twenty twelve results, right, which is a very the, basically there are three regions of Punjab as we know, Majha, Dwaba, and Malwa, right, and uh, um, and interestingly the. The BJP's catchment area was parts of Maja, parts of Doaba, where you know they did a little bit well in a certain uh, urban seats, and then Malwa they had a few seats here and there, but Malwa was essentially uh, a Kali Dal, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Yeah, and, um, and the, this was how they used to contest: 94 seats for Akalis and 23 for BJP. Now, in 2007, BJP got 19 out of 23, which was like a, a, a ridiculous strike rate, which does not happen. I mean, they did very well. And in 2012, also they got 12 out of 23, which is still a very good strike rate. So, along with the BJP and Akali Dal, they they formed the government quite easily. Very unusual for Punjab which used to have this very revolving door sort of situation. Uh, but then you come to 2017, there was anti-incumbency and then Amrinder was the face of the Congress and then Amrinder gets Amrinder gets 38.6% uh, of the vote and then Amrinder gets 77 seats. But then Congress being Congress, they shot themselves in the foot with the whole Siddhu fiasco and uh, last time. What is different is last time, I think, uh, Jay, correct me if I'm wrong, there was almost a debate between who will be the leader. Yeah. Uh, will it be Bhagwan Singh Man or uh, will it be, um, uh, what's his name, H.S. Fulka. So now yeah. there are now there are four sort of com uh, uh, comparisons and don't go by Wikipedia on this. I just go that because it's the easier way to show our uh, seats. But basically it's Channi for Congress, Man for uh, AAP. Uh, uh, Sukhbir for SAD, uh, Ashwini Kumar Sharma is BJP's leaders, but I think it's probably going to be, I mean, Amarinder is going to be the phase, BJP is fighting on mo most seats in the alliance, but I don't think uh, BJP is going to uh, get as many seats or that alliance is going to be get as many seats to form the government. I mean, we could be surprised and they, uh, they could be like a, you know, spoiler in some seats, but you never know. Right. Um, I want to talk a little bit about you to explain this uh, Badal and Bahujan Samaj Party alliance, right? Because uh, yeah. you have the SAD which has a base in Jat Sikhs and the uh, uh, BSP, which the distribution of BSP is basically in, in the Dalit vote in Punjab. And if you look at the SAD BSP distribution, and I apologize to all our folks on SoundCloud, but I had to show this on uh, YouTube. That's the only way of showing it. Um, what do you what do, how do you view this distribution like this yes, is the fact you know the bsp has more or less taken what is the dwaba region i mean pockets in malwa but more so the dwaba region very hmm. that is actually the dalit majority area you know hmm. their state percentage is 32% but hmm. in the dwaba region they are like anywhere in an assembly between 38 and 55% of that, hmm. right so clearly that belt or most of that belt has been given to the BSP, hmm. right? While yeah. the rest, the Maja and the Malwa has, has been taken up by the Akali. So there's a caveat here. Hmm. You see, electorally, the BSP has succeeded only once hmm. in Punjab, which is the 1996 Lok Sabha election, hmm. where the Akali also had an alliance with the BSP that time. And they the, the alliance together won 11 out of the 13 Lok Sabha seats. The Akalis won eight, the BSP won three. Yeah. After that, from 1997, the Akalis have consistently partnered the BJP. Hmm. The BSP used to have six to eight percent of the vote. In the last election, it was down to something like two percent. Hmm. You know, 
so that actually is is something like uh, you know one really doesn't know how much value the bsp will add that let's point them out though it is one of the states where the bahujan samaj party originated it was one of the states where it kicked off in the beginning they even yeah. had a lok seat in 1991 uh 92 in that lok sabha election they had a seat in uh, uh and kanchiram was a punjabi himself punjabi himself yeah now the key is with a sort of and i think this is the thing that most political parties need to focus on in the future that there's something called a political economy okay the sort of political economy that has kicked up in delhi the amadmi party model haryana parts of western up parts of haryana uh, i mean uh, uh, chandigarh the amadmi party actually has an appeal to those voters who are traditionally the bsp voters and now you also have the congress of the dalits so i really don't know if bsp can command a loyal voter base what it value it can add to an alliance is is clearly not clearly yeah. not what what is interesting is that badals have promised that it will be a dalit cm uh, there now uh, what is fascinating is the badals base is in the jat votes right so will the jat votes unite around the akali dal saying even though they have done an alliance with bsp or will that have a other like a sideways effect i i, I don't know i'm just you know thinking out loud here you see traditionally that vote used to keep switching between the congress and the akali dal correct yeah. Uh, it's not that so even amrinder singh had an appeal to those voters mm. now what from what i am reading mm. there's an overarching sense of change mm. okay and that's where people for once mm. are willing to look beyond their traditional choices it's like saying that you know in 2014 most of india looked beyond their traditional choice and voted for the bjp mm. you know like in uttar pradesh okay many of the castes and communities that were traditionally non aligned to the bjp or aligned somewhere else you know that nahi ek bar to inko vote dena right to wo ek bar inko vote dena hai is something that i'm reading and hearing about therefore i'm not sure if you know jat sik is equal to akali dal even that equation holds it's it's going to loosen up a little right especially after senior badal is very old right now right i mean he's very, very old. Yeah. second thing this dalit cm uh, yeah. i i do not know how much water it holds mm. yeah i mean just to digress to another state for a minute even mr kcr i'm told i mean this is her say i'm not sure about this uh, but uh, allegedly had said you know before the formation of telangana state that the dalit would be the same of telangana mm. deputy cm i think yeah deputy cm bola tha na ki cm bola tha i forget i'm i'm not sure i'm not sure about that maybe you can correct me it would be oh. deputy cm but see these pitches are made doesn't mean they are the most most overarching and appealing pitches hmm. you know uh, uh, people have their own criteria by which they vote uh, people have their own inducements before the election by which they vote so i'm i'm really not sure if that holds water true absolutely so fascinating so then basically this is this is the situation right and then where does this put the bjp captain alliance right are they going to play spoiler in a few seats or are they going to are they going to spring a surprise to the akalis or something i think the biggest beneficiary of that alliance is the bjp itself 
that's for the I first think. time it's got an opportunity opportunity to contest so many seats in punjab i mean so many places where there would have been no lotus for decades and decades in an election now suddenly there's going to be a lotus yeah right and amrinder is a fairly popular leader fairly popular uh and uh so uh, this is going to be in a way the first independent trial of bjp's base which it never had for so many years that's point number 1 the point number 2 uh though there are several misgivings uh, about the regime of mr amrinder singh right there is yet a certain section of voters that he appeals to right so i i do see them polling in votes polling in quite a few seats but clearly it's like something like for mr amrinder singh it could be a sunset election but for bjp this could be the sunrise election you know they may not win as many seats but they might just secure a foundation one thing you know which people are again not talking a lot about is the first time bjp is openly wooing new sikh leaders as entrants and putting them in places of prominence right so uh, i mean uh, mr um, uh, uh, navjot singh sidhu and his wife originally i mean they 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 had their debut in punjab through the bjp right? he was supposed to be the sikh face of punjab bjp in punjab punjab so i pretty much think uh, the bjp though it may not score much they are, they may not be expecting themselves to score much Hmm. but they're looking at something like you know hey can can we just you know get the uh, uh, you know maiden innings going yeah mm-hmm. and then might be they're looking at a long run and i i i think therefore it's sunset election for mr amrinder singh but sunrise election for the bjp that that's probably the best best statement uh, to sort of describe the situation it's also because amrinder wanted to prove a point that he still got it right because i mean he's a very proud man uh, and uh, i mean this in a very complimentary way that he's a very i mean self or uski self respecting self respect ki congress ne dhachiya uda di thi with the whole sidhu chenni situation i mean it was it was handled disastrously well i'm not saying that amrinder would have won you the election but congress had a chance in a three way fight with the aam aadmi party also being a factor but uh, as uh, everything that rahul gandhi touches it has to burst up in the, the, the air i mean i don't know what he was trying to do um, and and then uh, captain had this funny interview to uh, i think london top or something where sidhu said he said ki sidhu is an unstable man <laughs> because he said ki main ek ghanta ye karta hu ek ghanta wo karta hu right and then uh, he's made so many u turns right so can we say that it is effectively the end of navjot singh sidhu's career in punjab uh see politics is a game of waiting hmm. yeah. and uh sometimes uh waiting for a long time to win the confidence enough of the people as well as the leaders i'll, I'll give you a, a very interesting example which comes to my mind hmm. you know i i go back to an old deceased but respected leader you know uh, mr sheila dikshit hmm. uh you know when uh, uh the congress split and i'm talking of 1995 when they formed the tiwari congress okay uh, that is when arjun singh nd tiwari and uh, others walked out uh, mr and uh, you know mrs sheela dikshit was a part of that and that congress bombed at the polls in 1996 they got four lok sabha seats mm-hmm. right and then somehow they struggled for survival 
uh, you know, willy nilly in 1997, they made a comeback, they merged into the Congress. Uh, Mrs. Deekshit was brought into the Congress, given, uh, uh, you know, though she belonged to Uttar Pradesh, as an accommodation, she was given Delhi Pradesh Congress Committee. Anyway, there was nobody to edit. <laughs> and in 1998, all the onions made the BJP deep, right? And the BJP lost Delhi. And Mrs. Dikshit became the chief minister. And then she had a glorious 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. politics is a game of chance and waiting. Yeah. Uh, and I think that is where Mr. Sidhu has got it wrong. And, 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 and jump ship. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's uh, honestly, if 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 the BJP had actually broken with Akali's that they did, then Sidhu would have actually been the BJP face for this election. Absolutely. I mean, they they're, they're desperate to have a face. This was the most. I mean, uh, who do you think would have been a better counter to uh, you know an existing quasi serious star comedian like Bhagwan Man? Vis-a-vis yeah. uh, -vis a, a, a ready-to-shoot anytime, Mr. Sunil. No, no, but it would be perfect, now Because when Bhagwan Man rose to prominence with the Great Indian Laughter Challenge, Navjot Sidhu yeah. was the judge. Absolutely. Yeah, so if the BJP going with a larger share of seats this time would have uh, actually been Mr. Sidhu's true trust with destiny. <laughs> you know that you know, he's the leader of the party, the larger alliance. <laughs> Large party in a bigger alliance. But now, uh, uh, you know, he's now, now, now the thing is, if the Congress, as the larger probability is, comes second, then again, now either he's state president or he's leader of opposition, again has to wait. Uh, you know, it's, it's rather always pragmatic in politics to stick to a party, be patient, ensure you have networks inside and outside the party, and then you rise to ground. Exactly. So, uh, but I mean, I, I find that very doubtful because because I think the patience, right? Channi has the patience that Siddhu does not. And the issue with Siddhu is okay, um, even now, I, I don't know if he would have liked the setup. Actually, if, if he had, if he had, uh, you know, the sort of the Durandeshi to, for the want of a better word, to see yeah. if, election mein, if he was the BJP face or Harbi Gaya, so no one would have blamed him because BJP really has no base in Punjab. But uh, yes. if it would have been his credit. But you know, he's gone. And uh, I don't think he's ever coming back in the BJP because, uh, I mean, although uh, things have taught me in politics, never say never. But I just don't think there's too much bad blood now. For him yeah, to come yeah, yeah. No, no, but no, and you know, you see, uh, in BJP, hmm. the comebacks have never had a great ride after coming back. Beat Kalyan Singh, beat Uma Bharti. The comebacks have always had it like, okay, now there's a nice retirement sinecure. You got something. Be happy. Uh -huh. Exactly, exactly. So, so you can get governorship at best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You won't get political power. Yeah, that's 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 a far cry. That's a far cry. That's a it's a good point. Uh, but just to wrap up Punjab here and uh, uh, go, are we? Are we expected to see any last-minute surprises? Because I think Punjab votes in two days. I think uh, uh, very soon. Or, or, or uh, what do you think? Uh, Anit, I will not say last-minute surprise. I, I, you know, in cephalogy, there's something that you call the bulldog, uh, bullwhip effect, and the underdog effect. Mm -hmm. So in a bullwhip, the winner gets more. Mm -hmm. 
in an underdog the loser tends to lose more you know i somehow started getting a feeling that uh, this can even become a bullwhip election because what happens is as the trend becomes more and more clear before the election even the fence sitters tend to go towards the winner hmm or the yeah prospective winner yeah yeah so i i i i perhaps i'm seeing some phenomenon like that i'm so uh, uh, if there's a surprise it might be on the higher side of numbers oh wow okay so that's 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 revealing so it'll be fascinating uh, we'll do a post punjab uh, uh, sort of wrap up post election wrap up so uh, that will probably uh, sort of encompass all the issues but now from the state that will that will vote in one and a half day to a state that voted two and a half three days ago or a few i, I forget uh, when exactly did they vote uh, it to uh, uh, pardon my uh, sort of dates uh, this thing but basically sorry they were about five days उटाइन डे <laughs> but these are the these are the sort of uh, combinations for uttarakhand you have uh, bjp which is being led by mr pushkar singh dhami uh, harish rawat uh, and uh, ajay uh, ajay kochial who is leading the aam aadmi party right and then there is another uh, sort of formation in uttarakhand where you have the uttarakhand kranti dal bahujan samaj party with little bit of that now bsp in uttarakhand has had a little bit of a base because of course it was part of uttar pradesh pehle uh, and then it became uttaranchal after becoming uttarakhand and bsp had about 7 8 seats uh, for a very consistent time last election was the first election where it did not win a single seat but that does not mean that they won't this time and then there is also uttarakhand kranti dal which always had had one two three four seats something like that uh, so that is those are the uh, uh, regions basically uttarakhand now uh, uttarakhand has traditionally you know the dehradun haridwar they are all sort of urban to semi urban uh, things and then you have the the pure pahadi districts the podi gadwal and you know almoda uh, nenital things like that so the the distribution is sort of um, mixed up uh, uh, in you know who wins what where um, traditionally this has been a state which has been very close so i want us to go through a little bit of numbers here so if we go to the 2017 numbers if we look it was a very actually let me start with 2007 because that's a good benchmark to start with um, in 2007 the bjp won uh the bjp had a alliance with uttarakhand kranti dal and then uh, independence after the election bjp got 35 seats and uh, they got the close poll alliance yeah so what i think the vote share difference are there that election it's about less than 2% 1% something very yeah, and we are getting close to 12% vote share which is insane yeah so so that was the interesting part now you go to 2012 which is probably a dream election for cephalogists and wannabe cephalogists right jack i mean this is crazy uh, uh, BJ, congress gets 32 bjp gets 31 the everyone has written off bjp before the elections but literally karnal bc khanduri comes and does a houdini act and uh, tries to get bjp out of the loss the only difference is the one seat difference between congress and bjp is the seat of mr khandu 
I mean, it is it is unbelievable. So had had BJP won that seat, they would have had a, a, a post-poll alliance with probably the independents and the Uttarakhand Kranti Dal again, and they would have actually yeah. formed the government. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, absolutely. And, and and here is the fascinating part, uh, Jay. So BSP only got three seats, but their vote share actually went up to over 12 and 12 percent in that election. Yeah. So, so yeah. that was a bizarre. Now, then, since that election, Mr. Vijay Bahuguna has uh, joined the BJP. Harish Rawat became the CM. But then, riding on the post Modi wave, uh, uh, 2014 Modi wave, the BJP swept to power in Uttarakhand in an election which the Uttarakhand hasn't seen in years, where they got 13, uh, a swing of 13.3%, and BJP got almost 47% of the votes, which is which doesn't usually happen, right? In the history of Uttarakhand, we've not never seen such margins. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. I think uh, I, 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 I see what happened in the last election is hmm. parties like the Uttarakhand Kranti Dal and the Bahujan Samaj Party, hmm. they actually lost voters. They lost voters to the BJP, hmm. and uh, you know that. In a way, if you look at the Congress, the swing against the Congress is very marginal. It is minus 0.3%. But it is all these voters consolidating fear of the BJP just produce a huge swing. Yeah, absolutely. I now see a, a different problem for the BJP, uh, which is a continual change of chief ministers tends to give a negative image. First, I've been going through a lot of the press. Yeah. Three BJP candidates have complained that the party worked against them. Oh. Right. So this is a sign of nervousness. Mm. Right. Uh, when your own people come up and say this so-and-so person worked against me, the party has uh, plotted to defeat me. Mm. It's a sign of nervousness. Mm. So mm. I personally feel that Uttarakhand is close to college level. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> however, 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 there is uh, a distinct possibility that the BJP might still have a slight edge because of the huge gap that it has from last time. 30-40% is a huge gap. Right? So slight edge could be for the BJP. Yeah? However, um, uh, you know, it can be an election like 2012. Khanduri has Zaruri, something like that. <laughs> so okay, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting point, right? Because here is here is my sort of issue with Uttarakhand. Not issue, really. The biggest issue is the Uttarakhand is a very minor election in terms of seat margins, right? Ki apke 2000, because the seat capacity. So it's a very fascinating state because not only does it have the Pahadi population, it has a lot of ex-servicemen population. And then stuff. And Uttarakhand is distinctly voted differently in Lok Sabha and uh, Vidhan Sabha, where Lok Sabha usually it is given, it is never given a 3 2 mandate. It's always 4 1 or 5 0. It's, it's, a, it's been a complete uh, uh, one way. So I, I mean, it. Uh, you almost feel like an, a lot of ex-government servants also there. So it, it is completely divided on the local and the national issues. And the local population of Uttarakhand actually has a grouse. If you have a lot of sort of Delhi folks and army folks retiring in Uttarakhand and voting on different issues than what, and I'm not blaming them. Everyone has their own issues to vote in the election. So the local issues are the local issues getting neglected. 
when it comes to representation in the Lok Sabha, right? Are we only electing the 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 leaders who are there? And when that happens, the, we, you and I both know the elections almost become like a municipal election where literally it is about Bijli Sadak Pani. Now, you know, Pane, one of my most prominent polling experiences hmm. is that when we go and ask people hmm. which is your most prominent issue for the election. And this hmm. has been my experience across elections, across states, across regions. The first thing that most voters will come up with is drainage. The drainage doesn't work. Hmm. <laughs> most common. As a civil engineer, I wholeheartedly agree with their concern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, that is what elections turn out to be. Now, if you look at the same thing for Uttarakhand, you know, I, I can tell you, you know, it's ironical how dysfunctional the Indian state is. Uh, issues don't change. You feel you're reading newspapers of a different era. I'll tell you what I mean. So in 2008, we were doing the selection of uh, Chhattisgarh, Madhya Pradesh, and that's Khan. That's particularly focused on Chhattisgarh. So they said, Bhaiya, ek issue hai that the elephant comes and, you know, spoils, you know, messes up with the standing crop. Khadi fasal krab karte hai. So Hathi was an issue. Okay. In parts of northern Chhattisgarh, which bordered Jharkhand, you know, so Jashpur and all that. Hathi is an issue, the animal. Uh, Uttarakhand, I think in 2007, I read about monkeys spoiling crops. Mm. Even in this election, I'm still reading about monkeys. Now I'm also reading about bears. Mm. You know, uh, and uh, they're saying, uh, you know, uh, now all the environmentalists really need to watch out. You know, they're saying the population of leopards is increased and they're coming home. So somehow it's actually turning out to be that local election where drainage is going to be replaced by animal bears and leopards yeah so uh, i i personally think if there's one reason uttarakhand could actually swing is though the vote share difference is huge the assembly constituencies are so small that uh, the switchable margins are like 3000 and 5000 votes exactly yeah so yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if there is a reason it could still swing, it could be because of those margins or That's again, good. the rise of some very prominent local candidates, you know, with some concerns. I think 2017 was a very unique election in one way. Uh, it was after demonetization. Right. And I'll tell you why it was unique. In the immediate aftermath of demonetization, it was actually looked upon by several, several voters in India as a sweet revenge on the rich. Mm. Okay. And many of them voted lock, stock, and barrel for the BJP. If you know, if you just look at the growth of the BJP, mm. 2016 polls in Bengal, the BJP is not done well. It's just won three assembly seats. Mm. But in Bengal and Odisha, in every single bipole after demonetization, the BJP is done very well. Mm. So according to me, I see this as a demonetization foundation, the demonetization flash in the pan, whatever you want to call it, that mm. happened in Uttarakhand as well. Yeah. 19 was all about voting for a leader. Right? So yeah. 16 and 19 were in 17 and 19 were in a way some wave response elections. This might perhaps be finally a non-wave response election after two elections that were mostly waves. Right, so yeah. you could actually see a different reaction here again. 
Yeah, because you had you had. I mean, let's take Dehradun for example, right? I mean, Dehradun BJP has generally done quite well, but last time it was an absolute sweep because not only did they win, I think Dehradun has probably about nine seats or ten seats. Uh, they won nine out of ten, and they yeah. won uh, almost I would say eight, seven or eight of those nine by double digit margins. Some by close to twenty percent margins. I mean, and and some like by like thirty percent plus margins. So it is. It, it was very unusual for um, uh, these are absolutely unusual margins they are not uh, always sustainable mm. yeah and uh, the other factors as i said that was a consolidation post note bandi mm-hmm. no 19 was a wave for mr modi yeah right? like mm. this is neither a note bandi nor a modi election mm. right so i i i would see Maybe even the margins narrowing down quite a bit. Yeah, like I'll give you an example of Dehradun cantonment. A very BJP, uh, say Harbans Kapoor won by five thousand votes in two thousand twelve. A tough seat, no doubt. He repeated the uh, same seat by I think fourteen thousand or fifteen thing sixteen thousand six hundred votes in in that. I mean there are so many. Raipur again, Umesh Sharma, uh, Kau won by thirty seven thousand margins, right? Abhi thirty seven thousand to shay thirty six thousand votes to total number of votes ko winner for winner hota hai in Uttarakhand uh, seats because there are so small seats and he actually wins the. Seats by thirty six thousand seven hundred sort of votes. So there are so many seats like that. Sorry, you were saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I just lost you for the last thirty seconds. I just lost you for the last thirty seconds. No, no. I was saying there was a lot of disturbance on the screen. I was saying that Umesh Sharma wins seats by close to thirty six thousand votes. Thirty six thousand, thirty seven thousand is the total number of votes that a winner sometimes gets in. हरबंस कपूर विन दीट उत्तराखंड right so yeah. if bsp again manages to pull the same amount of vote uh, uh, then um, who knows what may happen so let me ask you a very nasty thing jay do you think the vote percentage of bsp is going to be higher in uttarakhand than uttar pradesh <laughs> <laughs> no 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 no, no. That's, what, that's if it, what if it gets 12% in uttarakhand and 11% in uttar pradesh <laughs> no okay. that don't happen Uh, no, who knows the collapse the collapse will be uniform yeah the collapse will be uniform you think yeah but what is crazy is in 2012 when this election was taking place 10 years ago mayawati was in power in uttar pradesh had 12% vote share in uttarakhand and had uh, a significant vote share in punjab 10 years yeah. later Mayawati is nowhere in contention in Uttar Pradesh. I mean, we don't even know when she started campaigning. She is nowhere like close to getting even three seats in Uttarakhand that she did in two thousand twelve. At that time, there were eight seats that were there. And Punjab, mein, they are now in alliance with Akali Dal. I mean, it is the most insane turnaround for uh, uh, ostensibly the same. formations between the akali dal and congress and bsp opposed and came to power or came to national reckoning with they have formed an alliance with the same formation 
So you see, the BSP is suffering the same fate as most identity political politics-based parties in India suffer. See, it's hmm. not unique, I mean, this phenomenon. Hmm. Hmm. You look at the PMK in Tamil Nadu, Patali Makal Kachi. First big strike at power is 1998 when they become a part of Vajpayee's NDA at the center. Mm, mm, mm. 1999, again a part of the NDA, the local Dravidian party changes, but PMK remains, comes to power. 19, uh, 2004, they make a wise choice. They go with the UPA as a pre-poll. Again, they come to power. This time, there are more ministers than ever before. Mm, mm. And 2009 is their end. Yeah. So glory is 11 years. Yeah. After that, it's all decline, 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 decline. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the thing is, an identity politics-based party, you know, however it gets glorified by the intellectuals, by the academia, by a section of the media, what it fails to introspect is what is its next agenda going to be? After them answered the identity question. Yeah. Right? I think that's where the BSP failed completely. And, uh, and, uh, sorry, sorry, go on. Yeah. So, so, so I rather, you know, uh, uh, there has to be a larger economic agenda as well. Now, how much, how much you say that, you know, Akhilesh represents uh, just the farmers, just the OBC, whatever. But there is some economic agenda, whatever, some sugarcane mill, something, something. There has to be some larger economic agenda. Without that, I, I don't think it's easy for a party to sail through solely based on identity politics. Absolutely. So, so BMK is a very interesting uh, combination. Uh, they they used to have 20 MLAs in 2001 when they were with uh, yeah. uh, Jayamita. Then they were down to yeah. 18. They were still in government because they were with Karunanidhi. Then they were down to uh, uh, 3 in 2011. That's the only time they repeated their alliance. So they went yeah. back to NDA. Now, 2021, they finally have 5 uh, seats in um, in the assembly because you know Anna DMK the NDA actually did better in Tamil Nadu than what many thought but interestingly yeah. their votes from the they got about close to 22.4 lakh votes in 99 and their number of votes have actually gone down which is yeah. ridiculous because if you think about it the number of voters have gone up so even if they maintain yeah. their percent it should theoretically go up they only no. bettered the 1999 number in 2019 but they lost the I think Dharmapuri uh, seat, if yeah. I'm not yeah. That, that, yeah, they lost that soul seat, Dharmapuri. Yeah. So, An Anubamani, uh, uh, Anubamani, Anubamani Ramdas, the yeah. son of he's in, he's in the Rajya Sabha, if I'm not, or he, yes, yeah, he's yes. in the Rajya Sabha, but. I mean, I, I honestly don't know if what will happen. What is interesting is in Tamil Nadu with, uh, and I know we are taking a little digression, but because this is, uh, even Jay and I are talking, this is what will happen, guys. We will take digression into states. Um, in Tamil Nadu, what's interesting is it actually had went to uh, urban, uh, Tamil Nadu urban polls happened today, uh, actually, while, while we are recording. And uh, the BJP under Mr. K. Annamalai now is actually posing quite a bit of a headache to the DMK government. So you never know what might happen because they finally have found a leader which is local and which is not really an who does not seem to be wanting to come eventually to Delhi as a Lok Sabha guy and uh, be a minister there. I think a couple of things. Mm. Uh, I've just observed a couple of his interviews. I've not gone down mm. to Tamil Nadu. Mm. Uh, however, what I've seen is after long, the BJP has a leader who can speak in a focused way. Mm, yeah. mm, mm. 
second has an image that appeals to the young people hmm. and third represents or at least seems to represent some sort of a change hmm. right now the, the this is not earlier the case with the earlier state presidents that the bjp had many of hmm. them look like handpicks of delhi Mm. Many of them looked singularly incompetent, who were there mm. only because uh, they needed a person for the post. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right? The other important factor you have to observe is that uh, the BJP uh, won Coimbatore in the assembly polls. Varathi Srinivasan actually defeated Kamala Hassan. Mm -hmm. Right? So the party has already put in some groundwork to create an urban presence, hmm. right? So in that way, the party is there to put up a fight. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure if they can really upset the DMK a lot. Hmm. However, one thing is very clear is that it's 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 found a toehold, a hard toehold for itself. Hmm much much similar to what it used to do in orissa and bengal in the 90s somehow mm. win two assembly seats somehow win three somehow win four mm. right mm. so that's that's the state the bjp is in and it is seen as a fighting force yeah. even the fact that from a neighboring small tamilian union territory which is puducherry mm. they've got a Rajya Sabha mp elected mm. right so mm. working on all forms of messaging mm. right no, so I it's effect, yeah. No, no, not just that. Uh, and he, I, I don't think they won a Lok Sabha seat because Kanyakumari is very, very. Now it's become a very difficult seat for BJP to win. Typically, they won in 2014, but that usually happened when Jayalalitha propped up a candidate and ensured that some votes split from the DM, DMK and things like that. When it's straight uh, NDA versus DMK, it's, it's just become a, because of the demographics and the way the seat has been carved out. But Coimbatore, right. um, like you said, Dharmapuri, there are a few seats. That are that that BJP can actually uh, uh, cause a lot of uh, Mr. Uh, I forget H Raja's seat that he won as a um, uh, not H Raja. I'm sorry. Uh, I think Nainar Nagendran. I'm sorry. Uh, he won. Yeah, yeah. H Raja's seat is of course Shivaganga, which is yeah. <laughs> which is the whole Chidambaram family seat. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know how that will uh, work. But there is so there are many sorts. Ramesh Ramanagaram is another seat. Right where yeah. BJP can actually uh, spring surprise. So there are about three or four Lok Sabha seats where BJP, if they actually you know form correct uh, sort of mathematic uh, mathematical right. and coupled with some anti-incumbency, they can score at least four to five Lok Sabha seats in Tamil Nadu quite easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's now all up to their groundwork. Mm. I think they have got the toehold. Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, the party has made it clear to the people that it is there for a fight. Then for a fight, absolutely. Now, how the people respond, how long it takes for the party to go is a matter of question. Yeah, it remains to be seen. But chalo, before we digress, now we have to wrap up with Uttar Pradesh, the big the big pie. What do you think, Jai? Two phases are over, uh, many more to go. We have about more than three or four weeks, I think uh, uh, three weeks before the results. So, uh, yeah. what do you think? What are you seeing? What are the trends you're seeing? I see my 2019. I just I'm not done a poll. 2019 polling experience was very much a learning experience for us. We realized that all the communities that are not voluble in public discourse, mm -hmm. you know, like so they're not as voluble as the Yadavs or the Jatavs, you know, they're they're 
they're there somewhere down, you know. Mm. They'd all move block, stock, and barrel to the beat. Wow. And that is what caused even the fabled SP BSP alliance to you know come a cropper when everybody thought that they were actually going to sweep the state. Yeah. Chemistry trumped mathematics. No, and the BJP's own mathematics created a chemistry of its own. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, the, yeah. the, the fact that all these other smaller communities could be put together and uh, the welfare state could weave them into one seamless network and they would deliver for the BJP that actually happened, right? So I actually believe that the BJP is, could be putting up a very tough fight on the ground. Uh, much, you know, some might want to think that the opposition is going to do well. But I believe the BJP could be putting up a tough fight on the ground. However, again, as I say, you know, that finally after identity economics prevails, and that applies to Uttar Pradesh as well. So we really don't know if the price of the Ujwala cylinder, the price of the fertilizer versus the 2000 rupees in the bank account, what is mattering more? I think those are questions really which this election will answer for us. Yeah. So that's, and, that's what we And they come from such a high base, right? BJP got 300 seats, right? So even if they lose 70 seats, right, which might seem yeah. a lot, they still form the government comfortably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. The, the, the starting point for the BJP is much higher than the starting point for the SP. Which we would never imagine saying that in 2012, right? 10 years ago, BJP yeah. got 47 seats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very true. Very true. Very but true. you right think now, the starting point is much different. Uh, you think that this is the end of the road for Mayavati as a national leader and she'll cut, she'll remain a fringe player after this? Yeah, I, I more or less think she would remain a fringe player. Yeah. Uh, uh, very few regional parties, I mean, I'm sorry to say that the BSP is a national party, but now sort of truncated to a regional one. Yeah. Uh, very few of them have actually been able to grow beyond the leader and yeah. beyond the maiden state. It's not easy. And, and for people who, like a lot of our young listeners who may not know why we are calling BSP used to be a national party, because they used to have MLAs in UP in Madhya Pradesh, which they might yeah. still, but in Madhya Pradesh, in Punjab, in, uh, I think, Chhattisgarh, I think in Haryana too. Haryana, uh, yes. Uh, uh, and Uttarakhand. So that is seven states. Mm-hmm. They had MLAs and I, I, I am sure we are missing out one or two states where they may have won elections somewhere because the BSP had... Karnataka, single MLA, Maharashtra, once upon a time, single MLA, all that they have had. Haan, but wo to main ginta nahi ho, kuki, wo kya hota tha ki one MLA Rajasthan, won. Rajasthan. Rajasthan, Rajasthan yes. four or five go away to the Congress. Congress, haan. To wo, wahan pe to wo hota hai. Karnataka mein to, there is one very interesting MLA. Uh, kabhi wo, Samajwadi Party mein bhi chala gaya tha ek bar. I think Mr. Bangarappa, if I'm not mistaken, he had gone to yes, Samajwadi Party. Yes, 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 yes. So, yes. Haan, so it is, uh, uh, Karnataka is uh, very interesting in that way, that it has one or two leaders who come from the completely, like uh, Samajwadi Party had this one leader in Bengal called Mr. Kiran Vohananda. Or Mujhe yaad hai, he's the only one like who would like do like full page ads about how Samajwadi Party is expanding beyond UP. <laughs> it never I think, it never I think even went south of Sefai, but that is a whole that, that is a discussion yeah, yeah. Uh, for later part. But that, and BSP it, it actually very smartly so uh, gained, right? So you had BSP in the Bundelkhand region, which was his gud in UP. And then it also because it was bordering Madhya Pradesh. 
it gained in Madhya Pradesh. So then in Western UP, because it had a base, it, it, it cascaded over to Punjab, to uh, Haryana, to Uttarakhand. Punjab was always a base. And from yeah. there, Western UP and Punjab, it picked up Haryana. Yeah. In, 1990, in 2008, BSP had almost 15% vote in Delhi, the Delhi Assembly election. That is insane. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this, Jay, as a closing comment for about I mean, what BSP did with the Dalit vote, right? Is Mr. Kejriwal hoping to be that person for the urban uh, urban vote? Is he trying to do that? Like uh, trying to fight like a lot of city seats and hoping that something Because fighting in Goa, in Uttarakhand, where frankly it does not have a chance, right? It does have a chance in Punjab. In Delhi, is of course, the, the uh, I mean, it, it's in power and it looks very likely that it might retain power uh, uh, whenever the Delhi elections happen. So do you think Mr. Kejriwal might opt for that sort of uh, uh, attempt? I mean, he may fail. I'm just wondering. You see, whenever a new political party grows, mm. it starts where support is easiest to collect. Mm. That is invariably an urban area. Mm. Because a voter there is free from economic linkages and you know rural agricultural come economic linkages to some local leader. He's always open to change, he's always flexible, he's always looking for a change. Mm. Mm. Right? So the BJP, the Bharatiya Jansak also grew first from the urban area. Mm-hmm. Congress was also called urban and Savarnoki Jamaat. Mm. Right? So, <laughs> I mean, uh, very naturally, even that will be the first target area for the BA, for the Ahmadmi party to play. Mm. So mm. it will be looking to states with a higher per capita income, more literate population, more urban population to create its first, you know, boroughs outside Delhi. Mm. Right? Yeah. yeah, you can you'll be able to see them in some pockets of Uttarakhand, you will see them in pockets of Himachal, no. Goa, and uh, you will see them in pockets of Gujarat. Uh, they are trying very hard in Gujarat. Uh, I don't know if they'll work or not. Uh, if, of course, if Ahmadmi Party even gets three four percent of the vote, it will help the BJP. So, I don't know how, how the Congress is going to do that because it is not going to take away a lot of the BJP vote in urban pockets, it will right. probably take away the Congress vote. So, uh, right. Right. Uh, who knows? Uh, uh, that probably could be called. There are some seats in Ahmedabad and Surat that Congress, anyways, doesn't have a chance. It would do well to give those to Ahmadmi Party to just see that un, <laughs> but, 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 you know, I, I tell you what you said could, might just be the doomsday prophecy. Hmm. If by a chance there's a hung assembly in Punjab, hmm. you know. It will cement an AAP Congress relationship across. In Delhi, they have finished the Congress, reduced it to some 5% of the vote. Now it has no choice but to go for an alliance. There's no point contesting separately, right? With 5% of the votes. I don't know. A couple of these next assembly elections could just be accelerators of some alliances. Uh, I'll tell you this though. Uh, I think Akalis are, are, are might be more likely to ally than uh, AAP and Congress, don't you think? I see it quite differently. I believe the AAP has grown by nibbling the natural base of the Congress. It's a natural ally. Mm, interesting. I mean, could be. They've actually, actually nibbled completely. If you look at the Delhi elections, mm. almost the Bharti Jansang type of vote share is constant with the BJP. Mm. 
If there's any party which has become a casualty, casualty because of AAP, it is the Congress. It's the Congress, correct. So I believe that's a natural nibbling territory for them, and therefore, in the long run, even a natural alliance territory. Yeah, and and Delhi is I I hate to use the terms left or right or whatever, but Delhi is the first right of center state in India because it's the first state that actually ditched the Congress very early in the 60s and moved towards the Bharatiya Jansang and. till from 1967 to present the jansang or the bjp has been consistently present in delhi have not gone a smidgen below 30 to 32% even in its absolute lowest right and even now when arvind kejriwal sweeps the 2015 poll bjp comes to back in 2019 with seven lok sabha seats so delhi almost has made up its mind ki aapko agar vidhan sabha mein vote denge to bjp ko lok sabha mein denge so it is it is a a, a a perfect sort of dichotomy that they have uh, and this happened in 1999 also when sheila dikshit comes to power in 1998 in delhi as the cm uh, a year or six months later uh, bjp wins all seven lok sabha seats in delhi all seven lok sabha manmohan singh uses sound ha manmohan singh uses uh, to vijay kumar malhotra if i'm not mistaken yes, so yes. yeah aur tab kya tha bjp ke leaders bhi the na saheb singh verma um, uh, yeah. vijay kumar malhotra uh, sahani you know you, you and bjp still controls mcd after all these years so it's it's yeah, a yeah. it's it's a it's a very interesting sort of scenario but to wrap up this podcast uh, what jai said is uh, very fascinating ki uh, uttarakhand uh, up and uh, punjab let's see how this works we are we're going to do we're going to do a follow up podcast after the elections on jai but then we'll also do one um, on uh, on a book that jai has actually uh, helped quite research quite a bit and jai and i have been talking about nalin mehta's book on the bjp so uh, stay tuned for that also uh, we'll we'll um, we'll we'll do a we'll do a i'm announcing that uh, because kabhi na kabhi to hoga i'm not saying it will happen next week but we'll we'll schedule one very soon for that uh but jay before you go any recommendations you have for our uh, viewers listeners to watch listen to anything oh i i i i think uh i think these days there's a lot of innovative content on youtube hmm. a uh, lot of it that small media outlets are doing is really commendable they really put people on the ground they've got a lot of in-depth coverage uh and uh, i mean Uh, I feel a little sorry to say, but I really don't watch a lot of television these days, and I don't miss it. I think the digital content quite substitutes for it. Mm, absolutely, I agree with you. Uh, as as someone as someone who is in the digital space, I not only endorse this, I completely agree with this comment. <laughs> probably like uh, add my own uh, thing behind it, but yeah, that's true. A lot of digital spaces, and and uh, what doesn't matter whatever side of the ideological spectrum you are on, listen to it because numbers don't lie, data does not lie, right? Opinions you they can be twisted, or they can be kite flying uh, done on that. uh my my recommendation is going to be a couple of things uh, there is a, a, a there is a, a show a sort of a documentary going on uh, i haven't watched it yet about boeing and uh, the things on netflix that just came out i want to uh, sort of watch that and then then if you are interested in um, election analysis and things like that i would i would recommend uh, basically watching 
all these videos for sure and also going through um, uh, going through a couple of phenomenally well written books uh, on on the subject um, one one happens to be uh, and, and on punjab the reason i say this is this is this is a very important book to read is miss amritsar mrs gandhi's last battle because that not only talks about the whole khalistan movement and blue star and things like that it actually starts with saying that how this actually emanated in electoral calculations and how that led to security implications on that on the history of punjab second my recommendation uh, uh, would be uh, like we said um, nalin's book on the bjp about how the bjp does and the third recommendation um, that i have on uh, the uh, what you may call on this understanding uh, elections is a book which i agree i agree in parts with or disagree in parts with is called behenji by ajoy bose on mayawati now the reason is read it to know about mayawati's rise to politics and then sort of pause where she gets to power and then do research on what has happened in the last 15 years and you'll see a very very interesting sort of trajectory for mayawati so uh, let us know what you think about it uh, like i always say you never know what you agree or disagree with till you read stuff you disagree with so uh, uh, read read those things um, tell us let us know where you agree or disagree with them and come back to my podcast to listen for more and uh, give us your feedback till ajay thank you very much it's been great to uh, always a fun discussion and uh, fellows we'll see you next week with more discussion uh keep uh, follow us on uh, uh, you know you subscribe to us on youtube like us on facebook follow us on twitter till then uh, keep writing keep outraging we want to see you don't outrage too much also but we want to see your opinions thank you guys and